Welcome to another episode of the Off-Market Operator, guys. Today, we have a little change-up in the show. Today is more about operations, systems, global talent, a bunch of other stuff we covered. Uh, we we kind of covered a wide range of topics. Um, I think you're going to really enjoy today's guest. He was a former State Department, and he really has a good understanding of people, systems, processes, and tools, and has a fascinating journey. So without further ado, let's get right into the show. People don't fail at real estate because they suck. They fail because there's too many ways to succeed. That's why I suggest you focus on the most important skill in all of real estate, which is finding deals. I'm Colbert Johnson, and in this podcast, I share the exact steps I've used to source 400 deals by age 24. This will allow you to do three things, control your deal flow, make unlimited income, and build your empire as an off-market operator. I would say like, like, what are we doing here, right? Then I would probably say, what's the most painful or expensive problem you guys are dealing with right now? Or what's stopping you from growing more? So that's the first thing I'd do, which is you have to prioritize, because you can systematize refilling the fridge, but that's a waste of time, right? <laughs> that's true. Like, yeah. like you can do that. Yeah. If you eventually you want to, that's fine, but unless that's like why you're not growing, like fuck, we got better things to do. So it's like, all right, we are not consistently filling our funnel with sales qualified leads. Okay, so what are we doing? Like what are we currently doing to do that? Awesome, how can we do it better? How can we support the people currently doing it, right? So I would find where is that like lever well, point within well, a company. Are, do you, would you start with the leads or would you start with the product itself first? I would start with wherever the company tells me. So I would, I would ask you a bunch of questions. I'd be like, all right, so why am I here? And you'd be like, we need systems. I'm like, okay, what, what does that mean to you? And you'd be like, I get too many emails. And I'm like, okay, let's look at your email. And I go through your email and I'm like, dude, are you the only person doing fulfillment? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, there's our starting point. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like, are you the only one who can run a coaching call? Okay, right? So it's like, it, it depends on what your goal, everything has to start mm. with what the goal is. The goal is to slash expenses. My approach is gonna be very different than it's to create a new lead gen channel and sift through it to fill our funnel butter, right? Mm. So you have to start with like first principles. Like, what are we, what are we doing here? If it's for Cole to be able to take a vacation, that's very different than if it's for Cole to do some M&A or, you know, that, that's probably what I'd say. So that's like, I start with like diagnosis. Like, what is going on here? What's the problem? Whatever. Back to that, the thing you said before that you'll like, I saw this great quote, I freaking loved it. It's like, um, great companies are ordinary people doing ordinary things for ordinary compensation. Mm -hmm. Like so many people are like, I just need an A player. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Brother. Yeah. I mean, I, and that's the thing is like, I we, hate that. People don't really understand what that means, too. Like, I, I have an incredible executive assistant who's yeah. kind, of, kind of become my chief of staff, and she will work 12 hours a day. Yeah. And she's incredible. Th does that mean that she's a Harvard grad that is that you pay, being recruited? Did you pay $225,000 yeah, a year no. plus benefits? She, and did, you had to steal did, her from Tony yeah, Robbins? Yeah. That's an A player. Has she changed my life? Yes. <laughs> and so I think people dramatically overestimate the, the talent they need, too. Like, you don't need. They say, oh, I'm gonna go find the best sales. You don't need the yeah. best sales for, guy for your For your sewage yeah, company. Yeah. It's like, Because right, they brother. don't understand that really, when you look at numbers, right? Say you go get the best salesman on earth and you have yeah. them selling your product. They might sell, they might have a 35% close rate yeah. instead of a 25% close Correct. rate <laughs> with an incredible person that you can pay one-tenth of the cost that can work remote. And, and, and there's hundreds of those people and there's only one of those guys. Exactly. So that's, but the other thing that I do and your, your executive assistant or chief staff, I have a chief staff who is incredible, but the other thing of course you can do that systems allow you to do is build A players. So I start with 
normal, whatever, but you look for people who are energetic, humble, coachable, and my system, my training, my team, my onboarding, my the way I run my companies, within a few years, they're now a freaking stud. Mm -hmm. You just created A players. Yeah. You don't go out and poach A players because every company I've ever started doesn't naturally attract. Like, come get excited about like cold call. It's like, you're yeah. not gonna get it. No, like, no. But you can take people and they're like, man, I've been a waiter my whole life. Like my best sales guy ever was a bartender. Never sold a thing in his life. And it was like, I can turn, because he was humble, he was energetic, he was coachable, and I was like, I can turn you into a beast. Just yeah. show up here every morning, watch the videos, watch the training, run the process, run the scripts, and within a year, he's a monster, mm -hmm. because he had the right attitude and the right system. Mm -hmm. You know, So it's like, a good system creates A players and A outputs, but this idea of, I only want A players, it's like, all right, bro, like, that's not gonna happen. And guess what, when they ask for a raise, you're fucked. Or if they quit, you're fucked. Or the system. Because you haven't done the basic things anyway. You haven't you haven't created a system, a process, a, a procedure, a uh, onboarding. Whatever any, the any whole event, thing, anything, like the company's yeah. knowledge sits in somebody's head. Sounds like that person owns the company. You own it on paper, but he owns or she owns the company. You know. So when I come in and build companies, there's all this concentration risk around certain people, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, only Bob knows how to like scrape the leads. It's like, well, then we need to figure out how to get that out of Bob's head because if Bob quits or dies or dies or gets hit by a bus or asks for 5X more than he's currently making now, I gotta say yes or else we don't have a company. So that's, I always think about like companies as existing outside the contributions of their leadership. And that, that's, that, yeah, that's yeah. why you and I bonded though, yeah, 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 is because yeah. I was like, this guy's so, doing the so, same so, thing in real estate. But the reason, I mean, there's always ways that like, as you say that, I'm sitting here and going, do we have a few too many things and a few too many people heads? Of course. Yeah. I think every company does, no matter how good you get, just yeah, the, the way yeah. stuff happens. But, um, so the second part of that, man, what I, what I thought during while you were talking about that is, you know, back to my question of, do you want to be famous? Like, why do you want to be on social media? Why do you want to build yeah. a brand? I think for me, a brand has been, the number one most powerful thing it's done for me is help me recruit. Interesting. Right? I've because seen like I've, yeah. I've staffed up, and even just in, just in our call center business, I've staffed up probably, we've probably hired four to five, not your A plus players, but I've four to five incredible people that have come in and changed our business, right? And by the way, yeah. I'm not an A plus yeah. player. Yeah. So when we're sitting here yeah. like, oh, Neither I'm one of my I'd be, I'd be the worst I'm employee ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be the worst employee ever. <laughs> so to be clear, yeah. we're not sitting here like in judgment of yeah, like, yeah. I only look, like, man, I'm not an A player. Yeah. So. yeah but I think, what it, I think what it is, man, is it's a, um, they don't care what company I have, they want to work for me. Yeah. And they want to be in that environment. Yeah. And so I think that, that people watching this, like, I think it is worth it to spend the time building a brand on Twitter and, and LinkedIn and Instagram and finding your voice because, um, you know, you don't, you don't have to find eight plus people, but if, I, I'm not a big believer in the whole solopreneur thing. Yeah. Like, I think eventually that burns out. Yeah, it's hard. Just, just because, yeah. and, and it's lonely, and yeah, it's, yeah. And it's not, not, not to say you should hire for, yeah. not to be lonely, but it's, um, it's just eventually you're always selling, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I can give you an example of yeah. that, like for your audience too, that I think will work really well, which is like, I think a lot of people, and I'm starting a company uh, right now, I think it's, it's soft launching right now. It's but what? It's soft launching. Okay. It's a little small company, it's something that I built for myself, but, and then spinning it out, but I have 10,000 followers on Twitter, right? Yeah. Which, I, I found that, that was the point on Twitter where my life changed, when yeah. I got to 10,000. Yeah, yeah, so I have 10,000, right? But I can tell you, and I've never really, maybe one thing I've ever kind of like directly sold, you know, like, hey, I've got this thing, click here to sign up. But the way that most people should be using Twitter is, now you're a little different because you're bigger, right? But for most people, here's what it is. I'm really smart 
Here's me showing how smart I am over time. And whenever you need something, if you put smart, accurate stuff out into the world, people will become attracted to you. So I directly have made X amount of money, $100,000 or something, right? Indirectly, I've probably made millions, not through direct monetization, but through the relationships, the people mm-hmm. I've met. I never need to look for money again. Yeah. I like, I found a killer, you know, uh, Facebook guy who I'm probably gonna work with for 20 years, who's the best ad buyer I've ever met in my life. Like, it's that, it's not like, well, if I don't end up coming out with an ebook, all this social media is not worth it. It's like, no man, be smart, talk about what you're doing, Yeah. get your shit out there. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's too, like, it's when you cash your chips in, right? Like, yeah. Because I feel like, like I've, I market my stuff where in a way where it's not, hey, buy my course. Yeah. It's, hey, if you want to work with me, like, let's, yeah. let's talk. Yeah. Uh, but I think, too, for people on social media, and, and we'll get back to the system stuff, this is very valuable, but I think building goodwill with your brand is, it comes down to when you cash your chips in. Yeah. In terms of like when you start hard selling people. Yeah, I haven't, yeah. I, I don't know if I ever will because, yeah, like, you definitely haven't yet. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, like, yeah. the guy, like, I'm starting a business with somebody who I think, you know, the plan, it, the plan is always for it to be a big business, but it's got to make, <laughs> the making this one. Yeah, this <laughs> one. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, uh, super successful. I think, I'm not sure, I'm, so don't hold me to this. I think he wrote, do you know who Balaji is, the crypto guy? Mm-hmm. What, uh, but super successful guy, private equity, whatever, and he found me because of Twitter. He sent me a DM, hey dude, what are you working on? And now we're about to start a company that we have high hopes for, right? Never, guys, profile picture is like, you know, a uh, picture of his kid. He's got six followers. He's like, dude, read your stuff. You're smart. You want to start a company. And I'm like, yeah. Because mm-hmm. once I found out who he actually was, and it was like, I didn't know guys like this read my stuff. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? The guys, that, like, the guys that do like join our, any of our programs, right? Like, they're the guys that like, they just lurk in the background. Yeah, like that guy, Brandon. Brandon yeah. came to me from Twitter. I talked to him. We did... He did something, I forgot what it was, something small. And he's like, I'm thinking about, I was like, oh dude, talk to Cole, do a call center. He's like, and now he joined your thing. And it's like, dude, that's dope, man. And Brandon's awesome. Brandon's, yeah. Brandon's cool super sharp, super sharp. So I, I think back to the, the systems and, and, and operations and um, infrastructure side, like coming from real estate, we have a lot of real estate people that are gonna be listening to yeah. this. You know, the, the biggest thing that they have to deal with is going from they buy real estate, do they have a company that buys yep. real estate? Or they buy real estate, they flip houses, they have a company yep. that flip houses, so same on Same thing so with forth. businesses. I do the plumbing, someone else does the plumbing, I own the plumbing company. Exact same thing with so businesses. So what would you tell them, and I think it's, it's a cool take because you're not in the specific industry, right? Yeah. Um, what would, how would you, if you're coming to me and I'm flipping houses, yep. or I'm wholesaling houses, or I'm developing houses, yep. and I'm developing houses, I'm yep. flipping houses, I'm, you yep. know, I have some team, but what would you say Yep. would be, because that's the biggest thing, real estate investors don't realize they're business owners, yep. right? Just like a lot of times someone starts plumbing, yep. they start an HVAC company, they don't realize they own a business, yep. they, they just think they're installing HVAC, yep. right? What's the first thing you would tell someone to really conceptualize yep. that yep. that concept? So the first thing I would say that you have to start with, 100%, is what are your goals? Yep. Because there are lots of people who have a W-2, who don't want a business, they don't want a lease, they don't want employees, they don't want payroll, they just wanna make some money flipping on the side. And I'm like, don't change a thing. Yeah. Don't change a thing. You do some deals on the side, no big deal. So that's the first thing I would say is to make sure that like, do you really want a business or do you just want some money on the side from your normal corporate gig? Because not a, a business isn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I would say is like, are you sure you want this? And they say, I'm overworked, 
Um, I want to be able to do 100 deals a day. I've talked to my wife, and by doing 100, we're going to be able to have the life that we want together, and I can only do 10 a day. And this is, this is I'd say, okay. So we now have an impetus to change. So we have to do something different. What it took from to get you from where you were to here is different than what it takes to get you from here to there. You have to be a different person. What it took this, uh, a Marine who I work with, has this idea of, um, like when you're a grunt in the Marine Corps, you see a target, you shoot it. You see a target, you shoot it. As you get promoted, you see a target, you go, hey, go shoot that. Even though you can shoot it, you have to build this hobby of becoming something different than what you had to be to get uh-huh. your first deals. Uh-huh. So you have to become a leader instead yeah. of the person shooting. Yeah. It's an addiction. Right when you're holding, because what it took to get you. the gun is addiction, right? And like for me, I, I, anytime now I, I see something coming from our company, I'm like, I can fix that. I can do that. Correct. And instead, it's who can you hand it off to? Correct. They can do it because that's how you. Correct. Because that's to, how yeah. you. And so what I would say is like, you have to get in this habit of. You have the first thing you have to say to yourself is, what it took to get me here is not what it's going to take to get me there. Mm-hmm. I'm working with a company right now. They're losing money. Great company but the owner is way too involved. All of the reviews for this company go to his email. He starts firing off emails to the whole company. It's like an 80 person company. And the CEO is looking at the reviews. And I was like, the first thing I'm gonna do is shut off your email because you're not teaching your people to make decisions. You're not building organization. You're, you're building the John show. Mm-hmm. And so if the goals align, I would say the first thing you have to do is that mindset switch, which is even if it's eight out of 10, but it's done by someone else. It's way better, yeah. It's way better than yeah. 10 out of 10 done yeah. by you. Yeah, it broke my brain, man. I was, I was always a guy like, oh, I can't give away email. And like, I probably open my email three times a week. Only when I get, God a, te- bless America. Only when I get a text and my- There's something in there. And they flag it for me or it's, I have like three or four people that if it comes from them, like I'm responding to it. It's a system. But other than, yeah, other than that, it's like, and man, just seeing that kind of stuff, like, that's powerful, man. And kind of what you're talking. <laughs> I love to see like the group. Of, you're like, yeah. oh man, it's like a secret that I figured kind, out. Kind of what you, yeah. Kind of what you're talking about too with that dude is like, I think so many people like you're saying, what got you to where you are is not going to get you the next. Like, what gets you to seven figures in a business doesn't take you to, it's to sweat. five five million. It's blood. Million. Yeah. It's and, just freaking grind. And it's the yeah. thing of like, not only that, but the the part of your brain that, that got, had you sitting in your job and going, man, I want to try my own thing. Yeah screws you up because then when you're in your own thing you're flipping houses you're, you're developing real estate you're doing wholesaling yeah. and when you're in that that same part of your brain again goes ooh I want to try that I want to try this I want to try that I want to try this that's the magic that yeah. got you here so, so how, how do you deal with that though because you have the one of the brains I do too where every single thing you do and you see anyone do you be like oh I could I could do that yeah, yeah. how do you yeah, discern so, so I was taught early in my career and it's like one of the lines that I love is be yourself, and if that doesn't work, be somebody else. So I always ask myself, like, in this phase of the company, what does the company need me to be? The company needs me to be its best sales guy right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you get to a certain point, I think you have to say to yourself, and it's what I say in every company, like, the reason I got into systems was because I bought a company that needed systems. I'm a, I'm a sales guy. Like, if you can't tell by that, my energy and, like, I love sales, I freaking... That's what I like doing. I like people, I like sales. And now I've become like this reputation of like an ops guy. But that's just because I had bought a company and I was like, well, this company doesn't need me to be a sales guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm not gonna say like, oh, I'm just a sales guy. I'm just a sales, like, you know what you're doing? You're fucking hiding. Mm-hmm. You're hiding. 
Because what did Cole do? Cole was like, well, in the beginning, the, the company needed me to be the best guy on the phones. Mm -hmm. Then eventually, it needed me to be the KPI guy. Then eventually, it needed me to be the find these people in Belize who can hammer time this guy. Mm -hmm. Then it needed me to be the litigator because we got sued. <laughs> like, and so I think there's a lot of people who have this static definition of who they are and it limits mm -hmm. them. Oh, dude, I'm just a sales guy. It's like, well then, I'm gonna pay you a sales guy's wages. Mm -hmm. Best of luck, dude. Like, oh, I'm just, a, I'm just an ops guy. It's like, well then you're gonna be subject to the sales guys. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just a, people give these labels to themselves and so like that quote that I love, be yourself, that doesn't work, be somebody else, like says like, what do I need? I need to get smart on Airtable because this company is not tracking its inbound and Airtable is a no-code tool that's gonna let me get, finally get the data that I need to start running this company other than just by fucking guessing. <laughs> so spend a week, fucking watch some YouTube, buy a course, and get good at Airtable. So why wouldn't right, why, why wouldn't right there though, you go find someone on Upwork, fractionally, who specializes in just data visualization, and you pay them $20 an hour for seven well, days. that's what I do. That's well, what I do, well, right? Because so, I, I have this current yeah, issue yeah. in my call center where I'm like, we can we know our data, we don't really know our data. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, we don't really have every process documented. So I'm like, yeah. I could spend two months doing all this. I've but, got a trick to, but we can talk about it offline. I just went and got two fractional people who are literally the best at what they do that have worked at big companies and that now do it fractionally. And I'm like, yep. come in for two weeks, get it done, move on. So I've got a good process. I'm not, I don't wanna talk about it publicly, but I've got a killer process thing we'll talk about when, when we mute the camera or whatever that you'll love. You can buy his course after and you can get that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, it's not cool. I, I just don't wanna tell anybody about it because it's so powerful. Like, I don't, I don't want somebody to start a company with it because it's, yeah. we'll talk, just remind me on the process stuff. But um, you were just talking about, uh, I always think sweat or money. So the answer that I gave about learning Airtable is sweat. That was when I didn't have access to money. Mm -hmm. So like, I, everything was like, do it myself, I'm just getting started, I can't, oh, $500? Mm. And I'm not shitting on that, because that's where everybody starts. Oh. I started my first coming on a credit yeah. card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I started my first coming on a credit and not card. Not only that, I think the bigger thing is, people pit, you go back and forth. Like there's gonna be a point in yeah. my career again where with a new company or whatever, where it's back where to you're tight. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I can play that game, which is like, dude, pucker up. I'm gonna learn the Airtable, it's fine, with a little chat GPT, a little Airtable, I got this. Or now, I'm just like, I go to my chief of staff and I'm like, hey, we need somebody for two weeks to unfuck our CRM, uh, 100 bucks. And you're like, okay. And I just write out a memo, which you and I can talk about. I write out a memo that says background, goal, what I want done, when I want to buy, and how I want it communicated to me. And then I don't think about it again. And 10 days later, our CRM's unfucked. That's what, le to me, that's what leading companies is, yeah. is that kind of stuff. It's sending memos, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that, sending that, memos. That's what screwed me up, is you told me, you're like, your job should be sending five good memos a week. And I started, I'm like, that's true. Has it, wait, let's, I have let's the, do some feedback I, on I that. have the chief of staff, I have the executive assistant, I have more assistants, I have the team. If I really sit there and I methodically, for each company, when, when I see an issue we're facing, a bottleneck, yep. and I methodically write out, here's what I want it solved by, here's how I want it solved, here's what I want it to look like, and I hand it off to someone, it gets done. But it's just about getting over the addiction of, of doing it yourself, and you know what I think it is for it's me. See a target, shoot a target. It's the emotional high of solving the problem yeah. yourself. But you got to trick yourself. What I've tricked myself into doing, which is I now get a high from from watching other people develop. So I go, man, the way you ran that onboarding call, 
I never would have done it like that. That's like, let people mm-hmm. write their own stories. Mm-hmm. It's not just John's story or Cole's story. My job is to create the environment where they can write their own stories and I get the same high that like, oh yeah, um, we had this customer crisis. We solved it, we gave them a partial refund, we updated CRM and the website's fixed to update that. I'm like, and I don't even know about it. I'm like, that's what gives me the high now. Mm-hmm. Not John going yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I get, yeah. in, I get what? I get like secondhand smoke now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a, there's always another level to it too, right? Yeah, yeah. Like for me it was, oh, I'm the guy that, like for a long time, for the past, whatever, six months, I was like, I'm the guy that hires people. Yeah. And I'm like. Limiting. <laughs> okay. But I'm like, the guy yeah. who builds the hiring system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, yeah. Yeah, so, so I think in ter- the, the thing you said too about the memos and stuff, I always think about like, and the military has a lot of good stuff about this, the government where I came from has a lot of good stuff about this. I'm always trying to you know, absorb really useful stuff, right? And they, the, in the military environment, particularly the Marine Corps builds really good leaders, right? They talk about, they talk about um, the, the real two or three big things a leader does is they give strategic context. So nobody but you knows Hey, we're actually thinking about doing an acquisition. So everybody below you doesn't know that. So you have to you have to let the company know what's going on to the left and the right of them. That's the first thing a leader does. The second thing a leader does is uh, resources. What do you need? Money, time, software. So anybody can come to me for resources. What the people who work for you do is the how. Mm-hmm. I tell you context, what I want done. You do the how. So I say, we need to fix our CRM system. I have no idea how many new leads versus existing accounts we're making. Uh, Let me know if you need any money. You figure out how to do that. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. Hey, this thing's broken. We're not getting enough out of Facebook. Uh, I need you to increase this. And here's some money and a person. Mm -hmm. Go on Upwork, hire whoever you need. I need it by Friday. They do the how. Mm -hmm. And I don't get in their shorts. if If I thought I had to babysit them, I wouldn't have hired him. Mm-hmm. Your job is, and I tell people all the time, you'll like this, I don't know if you do this already. I wouldn't say I yell at people, but I coach people if they bring too much stuff up through me. Mm-hmm. So, so they'll say, hey, should we hire this candidate or this candidate? And I say, does this seem like the kind of thing that you as the hiring manager needs to ask Cole? Mm-hmm. And they'll go, no, I just wanted to double check. And I go, I hired you because I trust your judgment, make the decision. Mm-hmm. Even though I have a vote, because mm-hmm. if, you, if all of a sudden they start asking Cole about every hire, yeah. guess what? You don't have a hiring manager anymore, you have a lackey. Yeah, and yeah. I, you know, I actually had this recently, where like, a couple of days ago, where you know our, our operations manager and our call center came to me and was like, "Hey, we had this. Bi- it was a big issue. Yeah, it was a decent. Big issues issue. are cool. It was a big <laughs> issue, right? And I and, uh, and I was like, this is a good exercise to train him. So I was like, how would you handle? That's this? always the yeah. question. What do you suggest? What do you suggest, right? And he was like, boom, 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 boom. Here's the numbers. Here's the performer. Here's what I would do. And I go, execute. Ex- yeah, <laughs> go. <laughs> and not only that, but then I'm like. Next time with this kind of issue, like you don't need to just document how we solved it and And you know and what on. what's great about that man is that guy now, you know what he does? He loves his job. Mm-hmm. Because, so he, told me, he called me in the day. <laughs> I had my end of week syncs dude, with How did with I know team. that I yeah. just called that? I had my end of week syncs with my team and he he was um he's like, dude, I'm just having so much fun. And because uh, people people yeah. like an environment like that where they feel supported. Yeah. They can always come to you like to brain like I don't want my people come to me to brainstorm, but I'm yeah. not gonna give them the answer. So, hey, I'm having this problem. I don't know if I should fire Beth or not. Yeah, let's talk. Okay, so what do you think? Well, I kind of don't like her. Okay, what, what is it about her that you don't? I just ask questions. And then by the end of it, I go, I think, you, I think you probably know what you should do, right? You're like, I should fire Beth. And I go, awesome. Right, because now they're developing as a leader. Mm-hmm. They're developing their judgment. They're developing their confidence. They feel like they really have an impact on their work. Not, hey, John, please approve this memo. Like, 
who who likes I don't want that. So that's the way, you know. So there's this 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 um, leadership contract that's between the leader and the led. I won't tell you what to do if you get the job done. I'll just tell you what I want done, and that's the contract. And so building companies that function under that contract is awesome. <laughs> it's great because now you know there's people out there who love doing the shit you hate, and yep. so just find them and hire them. What's your definition of uh, success? Um, my definition of success is is probably like my dad. You know, like it's probably a person, not a not a not a sentence or two. You know, it's probably more of a person or a way of living. Way of living. What yeah. What's the way of living? Uh, living, living the rich life or the joyful life that I have to find with my wife and my now son and living according to those principles, which is, you know, and we have them written down, mm-hmm. right? And we, we look at them. You have your, your, you have your family uh, core values. Yeah, we've got a notion, right? We literally have a family notion and it's in there and it's like, what do we care about? It's like unrushed mornings. That's part of success to me. Uh, being able to shop at Whole Foods and not look at the prices. That's part of my, like we have, uh, living on the beach, living west of five, if you know San Diego, right? Yeah. Like living west of five, uh, you know, being there for a friend or family at the uh, moment's notice, spending a month living abroad a year. Like mm-hmm. we have a list. And so for me, it's, I think life asks you what success is. It's not the other way around. Like mm-hmm. there's no one answer. It's just like no, you yeah. define it. Yeah. Like that's how I think about it. Favorite book. You gotta get. I, I read a lot, so you gotta give me. You gotta give me a subcategory or something. Adult film. <laughs> <laughs> NSW. NSFW. No, no like give uh, me some cat fiction, nonfiction, no, history, we, we, sci-fi. What we talked about today, man. Um, business to go business. Business. My favorite business book is probably. Um, I saw somebody who hated this book, but my favorite business book is probably Shoe Dog, man, because he talks about. Dude, he talks about, like he talks yeah. about like, you know, putting stuff on credit cards to make payroll, and I'm like, this guy businesses. <laughs> He's small business. That, that thread is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So probably sh- my favorite business book probably shoot up. Best piece of advice you ever got. Um, be kind and friendly to everybody that you meet, but if they try to exert power over you, exert power over them. Hmm. It's Nassim Taleb. Huh? Yeah. The, what's the, what's the black boy. swan guy? Yeah. You like you like his stuff? Oh, dude. He's a super smart guy. He's a he's yeah. an interesting guy. guy yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about that one recently. I got a million, but last one. You spend a day with any entrepreneur that exists on the planet right now. Who are you spending the day with? That's a really good question. Any entrepreneur, who could I spend a day with? Um, God, that's a really hard one, man. That's a it's a good one, but it's a hard one. I'd probably say. I'm gonna give a shitty answer, but whatever. It's not a shitty answer. I would probably say, because you know my obsession with royalty and rev share deals, I'd say Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank, Mr. Wonderful, because all he does is royalty deals. And so I wanna hear about how he thinks about doing royalty deals because I've been obsessed for the last year or two with royalties. So I wanna learn from him. I don't, get, I don't know if you get along with him on like the life practice thing. <laughs> His whole thing is like, you can always replace the girl, you can't replace the business. Yeah, but I just wanna talk, I wanna talk, about, I wanna talk about royalties with him for a day. I was gonna say Moses yeah. Kagan, the guy up in LA. Him and I are like Twitter buddies, but he seems like a good dude, man. Got a couple kids, little real estate company. Uh, like he seems like- Little would be a- Yeah, no, like sorry, I say little. You know, yeah. like little, oh, yeah. you know. I just mean like, Saudi Arabian he's, got, buddies. He's, got a, he's got a great company. It seems like he's well balanced, he's thoughtful. Probably Moses. Any entrepreneur that's already passed. 
not currently living. Is Dale Carnegie an entrepreneur? Like, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People, incredible. Like the author of that, I don't know if that yeah. counts as an entrepreneur. Right, count it. But yeah, count yeah. it, put it on the board. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, man, it's a pleasure. Great little afternoon here. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks for sticking around, you guys, for the last hour or so as we filmed uh, another episode here on the boat. Again, it's a little overcast today, but it made for a good little, good little atmosphere. Um, if you want to connect with John, you guys, he gives a lot of free game out on there on hiring and, and systemizing, organizing your small business, which most of you guys, whether you're in real estate or whatever else you do, you do have a small business. For mo most people that reach out to me and connect with me. Um, so he's a great follow. Matzner John um, on Twitter. That's where he shares a lot of his golden nuggets and he has a good sub stack on there as well. That you can follow a link through his bio. Um, you can hop in that sub stack and, and get all the good the goodies he gives away. So as always, you guys, please give us a share, follow, like on wherever you're consuming this, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And until next time, you're only one deal away. Mm -hmm.